Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Try, I just wanted to make sure you heard your intro. I, I, I thought I turned up a little bit louder than normal. I heard it. It was satisfactory. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you kind of back off a few inches and you're looking at your levels. You're thinking, "Whoa, that seems pretty pretty warm right there." But uh, <laughs> all right, what's what's going on today? It's uh, I, I feel like we're kind of back in that little bit of a, a holding pattern. Yeah, isn't that nice? A little bit of a holding pattern. That's nice to have. Uh, I mean, basically, it's uh, you know a few more days until some decisions are coming down the pipe with uh, Fletcher Westfall, the offensive lineman. Been hearing a lot of chatter with Clemson uh, for him. He's also got obviously Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, Auburn uh, in his his final list, and then uh, then that's July 10th. He's making his decision. Brian Huff on July 12th, Missouri, Arkansas, UCF. And UNLV, uh, the linebacker out of Valley View in Jonesboro. Braylon Russell on July 14th, he put out his uh, final list today of Arkansas, Tennessee, South Carolina. He had also considered Texas A&M and Baylor. Uh, that's at 6.30 p.m. on July 14th. Ashton Hampton on July 15th. Uh, Kendall Jackson, uh, Ashton Hampton is a safety. Kendall Jackson, defensive lineman on July 20th. And then uh, those are the ones that have set dates. And then others that we're thinking maybe could decide – this month, Wyatt Simmons out of Searcy, the linebacker, Selman Bridges, uh, the top 50 corner, top 50 prospect overall, cornerback out of Temple, Texas, uh, Xavier Adkins, a linebacker out of Humble, Texas, Summer Creek, and then Tylen Singleton out of Manny, Louisiana, safety. So those are, so and there's always, I mean, people surprise you too, you know, so uh, and, and commit out of the blue sometimes. So, but those are the uh, kind of the the ones we're waiting on. So a little bit of a calm here uh, before the storm, which is good, Randy, since I'm going on vacation next week and you guys will be left with all the uh, all the chaos. Well, I, I mean, I told Rick to load up on all of his questions for you because we want to got you today and tomorrow. The same thing uh, on our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Same thing for our buzz text line. So if you got a question, better get in today or tomorrow for Trey. So, Rick, do you have – Questions for Trey. Uh, hello. I can hear you. I've got your microphone on. I don't know what's. Randy, are you able to hear Rick? Because I can hear I, him talking. I cannot. Okay. I can hear him talking. I think he's got a question, though. Hmm. Right. He's, he's asking his question now, Randy. <laughs> working but uh, there I you go I'm like translating between you two there yeah. you go i know you're not yeah. a big baseball guy but just a minute ago randy pointed out that the travelers are having a very good year and one of their pitchers got called up to seattle today isaiah campbell former razorback got called up to seattle there are now nine former razorbacks in the major leagues so that's a good deal oh yeah he uh he throws the ball very fast and makes it spinny and he can spinny it a lot very good okay yeah. so let's go back to football and uh i don't know if did, did you either go or did you hear the uh, ryan mallet service today 
No, I, I, I wasn't there. I didn't. Really, I didn't, really I didn't amazing. And, and I yeah. got to tell you, of course, the thing is, I sat near the back, so I couldn't tell you how many of his former teammates were there, but I think several were. I know Sam Pittman was. I know Ken Hatfield and Dick Hatfield were there. I'm sure there were many others, but from my vantage point, I couldn't have seen them all. So uh, really a nice tribute to uh, to. Well, you are somewhat, uh, Rick, answering to... Adam's question. He said, uh, Rick, do you know of any of the former coaches and players that were at Ryan's funeral today? I want to know if Coach Petrino was there in particular. I didn't see him. I, I got to believe that if he'd have been there, it would have been very noticeable. And uh, so, no, I didn't see him. Uh, evidently, the guy who was his offensive coordinator at Michigan was there uh, because they mentioned him. Uh, he was there. So that, that's quite a deal. He was at Michigan one year, and his offensive coordinator came to the service. That was pretty amazing. I heard him mention Coach Nutt. They, they said that, but, uh, again, maybe he was sitting up the front. Now, Houston recruited Ryan. But never coached him. Right. So that right. would that would be unusual. But again, Ken Hatfield never coached him either. But Ken was there because he was such a prominent Razorback. And Ryan and came to just about. I mean, he came to every. He came to Houston's Houston, camps. He did every come camp to I can camp. remember, yeah. uh, except for his senior year, he didn't come. The last time I saw him come was his, uh, I guess, going into his junior year. Right. So, um, and obviously he had kind of eliminated Arkansas. Arkansas had landed Mitch Mustaine. And right. so he was kind of looking for a different place. But I, I, I firmly believe if Mustaine had never come to Arkansas and just the timing of it with, yeah. you know, just the, you know, where Houston Nutt was in the terms of, you know, kind of being on his last leg at Arkansas, uh, I firmly believe Ryan would have committed to Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, no brainer for him. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Because he grew up wanting to be a Razorback. Yep, so. there's no question about that. Um, you know, there, there's always something that gets brought up about that those camps. Um, you know, one day Ryan wanted to play tight end. He wanted he just wanted to mess around and play tight end. And uh, there was a people took that and twisted it around because, you know, how they felt about Houston Nutt and you know just the you know the situation that was going on then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how could you take a quarterback and try to move him to tight end? You know. Um, but that's not what happened at all. Ryan actually wanted to do that. Is that um, right? Okay. So they yeah, told he was that just, story. He was just kind of messing around. He'd been I've never heard so that part times. of the story. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he, Ryan's offensive coordinator in high school was there, who later became a head coach. And they were tight. They were very close. They talked frequently right up to the end. Okay. So he said that Ryan's dad, Jim, was at the camp and – Jim told the offensive coordinator, says, man, he is so outperforming Mitch Mustang. It's, it's amazing. And, but Jim told the coordinator, they've moved him to tight end, and, the coordinator, and, it's, and it's full contact. And the coordinator mm-hmm. saying, get him out of there. Get him out of there. That's his quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then the next thing he hears is Jim said, boy, what a catch. <laughs> that was Ryan <laughs> making a catch. But the way he yeah. made it sound was that he, they did that so that, you know, Mallet wouldn't look that much better than Mustaine, and you're saying he actually asked to do that. Now, this is what? How many years ago is this? Well, you're 19, talking about 18 years ago. 2004, some, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, yeah. Four, somewhere in there, yeah. And this is how I always have remembered that story, okay? Yeah. And it's possible that time has changed things a little bit, <laughs> but I'm, I have yeah. always remembered that being the case that Ryan it was Ryan who wanted to do that um 
And I do remember both of them being there side by side and thinking how often, you know, do you have two five-star quarterbacks at Arkansas's camp throwing side by side. I thought both of them looked good, but I would agree that Ryan, his velocity was just unmatched. I mean, anybody anybody you're going to put him against is, you know, I don't care if Mustang was, you know, hitting every spot, you know, Mm -hmm. right between the eyes. Ryan's velocity was just, I mean, it just blew you away the first time you saw it, especially. Plus, he was 6'7". You know, so you're you're looking at this giant, you know, quarterback. Yeah, 6'6". You remember that? Remember that part? He was 6'7", but there wasn't any quarterbacks in the NFL that were 6'7", that had had any success. So Ryan shrunk an inch. He shrunk in it before the draft. I didn't realize that. Wow. You know, they always I always talk about, you know, people, you know, flubbing their heights and stuff and how nobody accurately reports their height. That's true in the case. And Ryan actually, I guess, technically did his. He did it the other way. But that's true in, until you get, like, actually, like, 6'6", six, six, you know, then – then nobody's like saying, "Yeah, I'm six eight, You know, if you're six six, I get uh, maybe if you're basketball, but not in football. You're not, you're not exaggerating once you get up that high. Wasn't Randall Cunningham about six eight, six seven? Randall Cunningham, the quarterback? Yeah. No, surely not. He was pretty tall. I'm he was say pretty six tall. Five. I'm going to say six. Okay, five, six five. Yeah. Okay. okay. If he was six eight. No, he was. He couldn't no, have been because six, then eight. the Ryan Mallett story doesn't fit with well, changing the, his height. That was the wide receiver then. That was six eight, six seven. Well, which wide receiver? Well, he had a he, wide so receiver. So Cunningham was six four two fifteen. Okay, there was a wide receiver with the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. He was very good. Oh, not not with Minnesota because that would have been Moss and um, oh, um, I can see his face and I, I can't remember his name. He went on to do news. He was on NFL Network and ESPN and stuff. Anyway. I was thinking with Minnesota, but, yeah, Philadelphia was really when he was at his height, and then they drafted Moss that year, and uh, they had a uh, – I believe Denny Green said uh, they're going to have the best offense in the NFL after they drafted Moss, and uh, they did. Well, you ask and you receive. Boy, i I got four quick answers. Harold Carmichael. Yeah, Harold Carmichael, right. That's it. Cunningham. Man, the uh, buzz text line is blowing up. Thank you. There's a lot of smart people out there. Yeah, 501 says Randall Cunningham was 6'4". LC in Sherwood says um, Harold Carmichael. I remember him being about 6'7", somewhere in that been. This would have been before my time. I mean, I was in, like, kindergarten in 1983. And you don't remember that? Well, he played in 71 through 83. He was at the end of his career. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I think yeah. you got to get to, I don't know, for everybody, I feel like I was probably starting maybe fourth fourth grade or so before I started really Do you being not able read? to appreciate it. Do you not it. read? I, I know Babe Ruth was 6'1". <laughs> I, well, I sure, but this play. is a this, – this, I know how many homers he He looked like he was about eight foot tall. <laughs> Harold Carmichael is not Babe Ruth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll grant you that. Yeah, he was NFL Man of the Year in 1980, but he's not Babe Ruth. (laughs) That's correct. All right. Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Allen from Little Rock says. Chris Carter, yep. Chris Carter, he was good. He was really good. Yeah. Yeah. He may still be on air. I can't – I know – 
at least not if he works for ESPN. Five, six, he's not. Years ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he probably got flushed. You're right, Rick. <laughs> yeah, hey, that makes me feel good right now. I mean, you got all these or- the athletic, ESPN, all these people, get, you know, firing. Oh, is the athletic people. doing huge... it too? I didn't know the athletic yeah. was doing it. Yeah, I believe the athletic has lost millions every year. Wow. So. Well, they hadn't we cut my subscription anybody. yet. I'm still. You know, there was the first people that tried to do that. There was a thing called the National, and Frank. I remember DeFord, that. Frank DeFord, who was just one of the all-time great writers ever. Sports. He ended up being a sports writer, but he was just a great writer. Uh, was kind of they. They made him the the key figure in that. And I'm going to say it lasted two or three years. But that was actually delivered. That was like a you got it delivered to you as because back then they didn't have online stuff and i'm going to say two to three years then they went broke that, that's yeah. a hard thing to you do. have to i may be giving away secrets here but in my opinion after 20 years of doing this there's a few things i've learned and one of them is if you're running a company like i run you need to have more streams of revenue than just one and i know the athletic is just just subscription revenue so we we have advertising. We use you know make free articles. We also do VIP articles for our subscribers. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes if something hits and you know you know your subscribers are down, your maybe your ad revenues there. You know your ad revenue kind of like it is now is is taking a, a bit of a dip. Your subscribers are there. You know yeah. I always felt like you needed those two things, and you need a message board. Randy, I know you don't like message boards, but you need a message board. You need to be able to directly interact with your with your fans and, you know, let them know that you're invested also. I always felt like those, and I've watched many, many, you know, in Arkansas media organizations that pop up and, you know, don't follow that model, and eventually they just kind of go away. Well, you also have to establish credibility, and yeah. everybody knows who you are now. Hardest they thing might, to do they, in media. Yeah, they might, yeah, they might not have known you 20 years ago, but they know you now. And that's that's where the national and um, the athletic have maybe gone overboard. Is they've gone out and gotten very yes. reputable talent. Well, you got to pay for reputable mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. And so you, when you look at the guys that are writing for the athletic and and uh, were writing for the national back then, you're talking about top flight writers. So you got to have the income to cover their salaries, and that's not easy to do. It's amazing the the range of salaries that you can make as a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. it is it is quite vast. Uh, but uh, if you establish yourself and you make a name for yourself, then you can make a good living doing this. Yeah. But you're not going to start out making a good living no. in most cases. Oh, no. Jake wants to know how tall was Marcus Monk. I thought Marcus was what six four, six, six, six five. I thought. Yeah, I, thought I think six, he was six. listed at six six at Arkansas, yeah. probably six four ish. <laughs> wow i mean we come around, we be... come to the nfl combine every year and you know everybody's shorter well what trey does is he runs up beside him what do you trey six one i can eyeball from far away yeah i'm i'm not, i'm almost six one not yeah quite. so that's, that's kind of like we use marcus marcus is six two marcus elliott mm-hmm. we used to always trot him out to be our missionary stick if a guy said he was six four well mm-hmm. Mark, go over and make sure he's 6'4". I can eyeball until you get to about 6'5 or so, then I start getting, then it starts getting hard for me. Hmm. Well, here's a, here's a nice compliment from the 501. Says, I know Trey, and Trey knows football. 
That works. Well, that's good. That's right. <laughs> that's all you need to say. <laughs> we were waiting for the next line. The next Silence line. is going. Okay, I just yeah. read you the entire thing. That was the line. That's it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I know Trey, and Trey knows football. Hey, brief is better. That's okay. I mean, I've, I've sat there and listened to Trey rattle off you know, different things, cover zero and so forth and so on. I'm like, there you go. Try to get out as much information in as few words as possible. <laughs> That's, that is very appropriate. Okay, I am digging through my short pile of uh, notes that I print off. And I must tell you, it, it, I mean, Danny, thank goodness, as you mentioned from the outset, Trey, uh, he updated us on the upcoming announcements for the Arkansas targets. And um, I don't know, I, I, he, didn't, he didn't elaborate on any of these that I can tell. Basically, it's just um, like Fletcher Westfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned you think Clemson may have emerged in the lead. Yeah, there. I mean, he's all the way out in Virginia. I mean, that makes sense. It's a neighboring state. Basically, so yeah, that makes it, sense. I mean, it's close, close, close proximity. So, I don't know. Arkansas hasn't had. We talked about that before. Quinte Funderburk from Virginia. He was here for a sip of coffee, and that's I think the last guy I could. Did even drink coffee? Yeah, may not have. May not have. Uh, I feel like maybe there was an offensive lineman from Virginia several, several years ago who also Bradford, was here about his a last semester. name was Bradford. Um, it was a guy, oh, I'm trying to think of who, and he was distantly related to Eddie Bradford. Maybe he wasn't even distantly related, uh, who played in the 50s, mm-hmm. offensive lineman, and we're talking about way before your time, Trey. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was, a, there was a guy not too, and you know what, I, I, I say that, and I think he might have been actually, um, is it Chatham, Virginia, Hargrave Military Academy? Remember Arkansas used to send quite a number of guys to Hargrave Military Academy, mm-hmm. you know, guys who weren't quite, you know, there on their grades. I believe Freddie Fairchild went to Hargrave Military Academy in mm-hmm. Chatham, Virginia. But there used to be a lot of guys that Arkansas would, would send out there and, and bring them back. Um, so one more day, one more day of questions. <laughs> we didn't take and any then calls you get today. a vacation. I hope you get a great vacation. You don't even hope have so to too. tell us where you're going. How's that? Well, I might want to know. It's better that way. I might want to send him a card. Colorado. It'll be a little cooler there. Okay. Hopefully it's cooler in Colorado than what it is here. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.